I want to encourage you, right where you sit, if you have a need, you need to be praying to the Lord. You need to be trusting Him. You need to be believing for Him tonight. I believe He's here, and uh, I believe He's ready to move on your behalf. But you're going to see even tonight how even with the baptism in the Holy Spirit, we have a part to play. And I've been mentioning the last few weeks one of the greatest barriers to receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And for some of y'all that may be new tonight or you've not been here for this whole series, this may be completely new material to you. I want to encourage you to go back to the website and download this for free and get caught back up on the baptism in the Holy Spirit and tongues. It's a very controversial um, topic within the church, outside the church, but it shouldn't be. It's in God's Word. Um. It's not bad. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not fanaticism. It is scriptural. The baptism in the Holy Spirit and tongues. I mean, Paul never at any time said that there shouldn't be tongues in the church. He said that there should just be order. And uh, God is a God of order. So, but the greatest barrier to receiving the baptism in the Holy, Holy Spirit and receiving tongues is a a lot of times a lack of understanding about the way this miraculous power of God is released in the Christian life. The principle that is involved, once it's applied and understood, puts a person in the proper position to receive what God has promised. There's been so many times where I have been believing for something and not understanding God's kingdom and God's word and been, been kind of outside the kingdom blessing. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been asking for something and all of a sudden you realize, wait a minute, I'm not asking according to God's word. I've missed it just a little bit. I've kind of spun it to suit me. No, 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 no. Let's get, let's get back under God's word and ask that way. When I ask according to God's word, according to God's will, he will do it. Same thing here with the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We've got to have understanding and we've got to have what's on our part, which is faith. Everybody say faith. Let's look at it in Scripture. Um, one example is the story of the healing of the woman with the issue of blood. Now, do you remember this story? Jesus is walking down the road, and he's surrounded by crowds. You know, I can imagine it being like uh, coming out of a, a Titans football game or a UT football game or, or being at a concert, and you're coming out, and you're just bombarded. Come, you know, you just got people all around you. And all of a sudden, Jesus says, wait a minute. Somebody touched me. Do you remember the story? Somebody touched me. But before that, the woman said, you know, I've been having this problem. I've had it for so long, and I believe if I can just touch his garment, I will be healed. So what does she do? She pushes her way through. And uh, Jesus said, somebody touched me. And Peter chimed in and said, Master, the multitude surround you and press upon you. What's he saying? Come on, Jesus, everybody's touching you. You know, everybody's touching me. And he said, no, someone touched me for I perceived that power has gone forth from me. There's a difference in getting shoved and pushed around and there's a difference in someone reaching out for the power of God. And Jesus could feel it. And he said, that, that, that's what he said. And when they identified the woman, Jesus commended her saying, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Now, obviously, there were other needy people in that group. 
banging up against Jesus and the disciples, don't you think? I mean, get two people together and somebody's got a need. I don't care where you are. The sick, the lame, the troubled. But the one who received the miracle was the woman who touched him in faith. She said it beforehand. She had it in her mind what she was going to do, and she went and did it in faith, believing that if I could just touch him, I will be healed. She's the one that got healed. There was no miracle in her reaching out. There was no power in Jesus' garment. But her seemingly irrational act, the foolish act of reaching out in faith, was the key to her healing. The power was there all the time, but something was required of the woman before that power was released. And it was the combination of what the woman did and what God did that gave her the healing. It took her part. Do you guys see that at all? It took her going after it with reckless abandonment. I don't care what happens to me. I am going to push through. Have you ever pushed through a crowd and gotten nasty looks? I, I believe she couldn't have cared less what people were thinking. She, had, she was on a mission. And that was to get to God. There was no power in her efforts. It was the power of God through her faith. She had faith. God is pleased by faith. We cannot please God without faith. She pleased God and she got healed. Well, the same thing holds true when it comes to receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Once a person understands that he has a vital part to play in receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit, it's a simple matter for us to receive. But without this understanding, and unless we, unless we are wi uh, willing to act in faith, we are going to have great difficulty in receiving. Essentially, the baptism in the Holy Spirit is comprised of two parts. hope you all can see that at being white. Number one, receiving the Holy Spirit by faith. And number two, manifesting the Spirit's presence through speaking in tongues. Everybody hang in there with me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get somewhere tonight. Speaking in tongues is not the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Did y'all catch that? It's the verbal expression of the overflow of it. We can put it this way. Are you a Christian? Are you saved? You would say, yes, I have received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. But your words are not your salvation. They are a vocal expression of your salvation. Those words that I say that I'm saved are not my salvation. They are me defining what has happened in my life. Tongues are not the baptism in the Holy Spirit, but they are a vocal expression of the baptism. The people, uh, the principle that man must play an essential part in releasing the miracle, miraculous power of God in his or her life applies to the baptism in the Holy Spirit, especially when it comes to the receiving uh, the evidence of speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is supernatural and it's miraculous. But like other miracles, it's comprised of two parts. We've already gone over this. The two parts are man's part and God's part. You know, the miracle of the harvest is man's part and God's part. 
I have to sow the seed. God does not sow the seed for me. I have to sow it. God is not going to take your money out of your wallet and put it into the basket. You have to do it. But when you do it, God's part kicks in. And let me tell you, the, the, the miracle of the harvest, God's part of the miracle of the harvest is so much greater than man's part. God brings life to that dead seed. Not only that, but he sends the sunlight. He sends the rain. He sends everything. He gives the nutrients through the soil to feed that plant to come out and produce a crop. But the farmer's part is essential. Your part in God blessing your finances is you've got to sow. You cannot ask for the harvest without the sowing. We've got, again, we've got this marriage conference coming up, and we want our marriages to be great, but we just want to pray a prayer, go to bed, and wake up, and our marriage be great. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it be great if we could walk an aisle and pray over our finances and our finances be fixed? No, God says, I'll show you how to do that. I'll give you the keys. Not only that, if you'll do those steps, I'll do a miracle in your finances. Man's part, God's part. Same thing, same principle here. Do you know Jesus Christ died for your sins? He died for your salvation so that you wouldn't have to go to hell, but you have a part to play. You have to receive him. You have to make the decision. We've got man's part and we've got God's part. Now whose part's greater? God's part. We could, have, we could never do God's part. No matter how many times I run around this church, I can't lose my sin. Only the blood of Jesus can cleanse me of that sin. No matter how much work I do, I can't get free of it. The only way to get free of it is by Jesus Christ. But so many times when it comes to the baptism in the Holy Spirit, when it comes to finances, you just name it, when it comes to things of God, we wait for God to do it all. We never do our part, never reach out in faith, and hence we never speak in tongues. We never have that breakthrough in our marriage. We never have that breakthrough in our finances, never have that breakthrough in our, in our uh, job because we're waiting for God to do it all, praying that God would do something nasty to our bosses, and, you know, that's the kind of prayers we're doing. No, I was telling somebody this week, make your boss famous. Bless your boss. Because if your boss increases, you're going to increase with them. Not only that, you're going to kick God into the equation. If I, if I try to undermine my authority, I'm just making things worse for me, not only in that job, but also spiritually. We're backwards-minded. We've got to do our part. Suppose the woman with the issue of blood had been there in the crowd standing by and watching Jesus go by and thought and, and just thought, man, I, I hope he comes by here and lays hands on me. Woohoo. Here I am, Jesus. God, if it's your will, he'll walk right by here and lay his hand on me. No. What do you want? You want healing? Go get it. 
Do you really believe he can heal you? Then don't stand back. Do you really need breakthrough with your children? Then don't stand back. Go forcefully. Start forcefully going to the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Seek. You have a part. We want all the things added without the seeking. God says, I've got a a way for you to get it. It's my way. I'm not going to change. And when she said, and when she did all she could do, God did all he could do. All she could do was have faith and go exercise that faith. Remember, faith without works. She could have the faith and not go work that faith and she wouldn't have got her healing. She had faith and she went and did. She did all she could do. And you know what God did? God did all he could do. And he healed her. Sometimes we see this with really passionate seeking Christians. When it comes to speaking in tongues, they fail to reach out, and reach out in faith. They've been waiting for God to do what God was waiting for them to do. I read of a visiting minister speaking in a Pentecostal uh, church in, a, in an eastern city. And the subject was uh, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And at the close of service, he invited people to come up that wanted the baptism. And about 20 people responded, and he couldn't believe it, thinking, well, I'm in a Pentecostal church. I would assume everybody in here has got the baptism in the Holy Spirit. But the thing with culture today, we hardly talk on it. Because we've allowed, a, we, the church has, has bought into the lie that, that tongues are divisive. No, Satan's made them divisive. Scripture tells us that the tongues are for the unbeliever. That just almost, I mean, we're programmed. We got these worldviews and we're programmed in this world. And it's like, really, God, does does it say that? Because it seems like we'll run the unbeliever off. I says, oh, no, 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 no. My stuff doesn't run, run, run them off. My stuff's good. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. But again, uh, this, this guy, 20 people responded. Um. But there was an elderly man kneeling at the front pew. And uh, somebody, somebody that was uh, regular to that church said, he's seeking the baptism. Would you go pray with him? So the visiting minister went and prayed with him. And immediately, um, he, he got his prayer language. And uh, to the traveling minister's surprise, the pastor started jumping up and down and hooping and hollering and um, I don't know if you've ever been in Pentecostal churches, and especially some of the wild ones. They can get with it. Uh, and he started hooping and hollering, and this visiting minister's thinking, man, what's happened to him? Something's not right. And uh, come to find out, this man that was up here praying for the baptism in the Holy Spirit had been, had been trying to, to feel like he was baptized in the Spirit with the evidence of tongues for 20 years in a Pentecostal church. Do you see the point that for almost a quarter of a century, that devoted Christian man had been waiting for God to do what God was waiting for him to do? Church, I want you to know when it comes to uh, praying in your prayer language, you do the speaking. If you don't speak, it doesn't come out. 
You have a part. Again, it is not fanaticism. You're not going to get at Walmart and all of a sudden uncontrollably start praying in tongues. I do the speaking. But if I don't speak, it doesn't happen. If I don't sow, I don't get a harvest. If I don't sow my finances in the kingdom of God according to his word, then I can't go to that scripture and say, test me in this and see that I won't pour out for you such a blessing that there won't be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for you. And here comes all these blessings. But, if, but I want those blessings, but I don't sow. Well, it doesn't work like that. You go to the fair and try to get on the ride without a ticket. I got money. I can't take your money. Yeah, but I got money. You got to have a ticket. And then you can get on the ride. Man, those rides, my kids, one of my kids rode the zipper. I think it's the exact same ride that I rode. And it was probably that old when I rode it. Thankfully, we weren't with them. We didn't know she was riding it. So we uh, thanked the Lord that she survived. We, didn't, we weren't praying as she got on it. Let me give you one more example, and then we'll close. Um, let's see. Man's part and God's part. So many times the, the really dedicated, passionate Christian that's seeking after this will make the statement, I don't want it to be fake. I don't want to open my mouth and speak. I want the Holy Spirit to speak through me. So many times we will close ourselves off to the baptism in the Holy Spirit with that complaint. Again, I'm just going to, I think I've got this in here twice. Let's see, Acts 2, 4. No, I'm not ready for that yet. Let's go back. Can I go back? A pastor of a small denominational church had been seeking the, a pastor had been seeking the baptism in the Holy Spirit for years without success. He was one of those devout Christians that just gave his whole heart to God but could not seem to break through with the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And he had been prayed for many times never to receive. And he'd been prayed for by names that you would know, um, big, big uh, ministry uh, names with no result. Yet the man was determined and he kept seeking. One night in a small church, following a revival service, ministry was offered for those seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So here comes the pastor again, down to the aisle. Reaching to the altar, getting to the altar, he flung himself down on the floor and began to pray. And nobody went to minister with him because it never did any good. All his friends, all his friends were wore out trying to pray for him. But after a few minutes, to everyone's amazement, he started shouting, praying aloud in tongues. A beautiful, clear language. All the people around him began to rejoice that the brother had finally received his heart's desire and listened gracefully as he continued to speak in tongues. And to their surprise, this pastor stood up himself from the floor and he said, and I quote, I don't want you to get the wrong impression. I still don't have the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I'm not speaking in tongues. I'm just making funny noises. I finally got so tired of waiting for the Holy Spirit to speak through me that I just decided to open my mouth and begin to babble out sounds. But that's not the Holy Spirit. That's me. I hate to disappoint all of you, but I still don't have the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, can you imagine that scene in church? Well, to his surprise, there were two, three young Chinese college students there that night on the front pew. 
And one of them answered back, said, Brother, we hate to disappoint you, but you've been praising God in perfect Chinese for the last three minutes. And we have understood every word you've said. Now, isn't that just like God? Just saying, I'm going to try and I'm going to give it everything you got, but God, that wasn't you. And God says, yes, it was me. Yes, it was. I believe with all my heart that if we ask according to his word, he will give. And that's why when you come up and I pray with you to get your prayer language, um, you'll get it. You just got to get your head out of the way. And you got to get yourself out of the way. And you've got to exercise your faith. And that's all I try to do is help you release your faith and just try. If you ever come up with me to pray, there will come a time where I say, okay, no more English. No more. And then we start praying together. And here it comes. And sure enough, many times the, the person I'm praying with will have that same response. I just feel like I was just making that up. You can't. You can't. I believe it's physically impossible to come up and pray according to God's word, to ask according to God's word, and respond in faith. I don't think we can miss it. I don't think we can miss it. And if you remember, tongues is given to us to be able to pray the perfect will of God. The Holy Spirit gives us utterance, but we do the speaking. Let me show you this, the scripture, Acts 2.4. Sorry. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, if we could break this down just for a minute. Just use your English. Use, use your uh, language skills that we learned in, in elementary school. Who's speaking? They were filled and they began to speak. Right? So who speaks? We speak. And the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. The Word of God tells us in Luke chapter 11, I believe, that God gives the Holy Spirit to those who ask. I believe all it takes is asking. And then for your prayer language, all it takes is faith. And you've just got to risk everything. Listen, you risked everything when you gave your heart to Jesus. You risked everything. Same way, by faith. The 120 were filled and began to speak as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Holy Spirit doesn't speak in tongues, you speak. And the combination of you speaking the words and the syllables furnished by the Holy Spirit makes up that miracle of speaking in tongues. And that's what finally happened to that pastor that I was talking about. When he finally became desperate enough to open his mouth and praise God with what he thought was meaningless sounds, that's all the help the Holy Spirit needed. And he began to pour out the Chinese language out of his mouth. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. Well, it's 7.30. Y'all stand up with me and let me pray for you. If you want to receive tonight, I'd be glad to pray with you. If you've never gotten your prayer language, I'd be glad to pray with you about that too. But if you'd like to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we don't have to wait for my last time of the series. And it's coming. It's either next time or the time after. Let's pray together. Father, we just, I am just in awe of you.
and how awesome you are. You are so awesome. And Lord, I thank you, I thank you, Lord, that your word tells us that miracles haven't ceased and tongues haven't ceased and prophecies haven't ceased. That your gifts are still at work in your church. Lord, we come under the authority of your word and we come under the authority of your spirit. And we ask you, Lord, to fill us with your spirit. Fill us again with your spirit. Lord, that I would operate according to your spirit and not according to this world. That, Lord, that I would be led by your spirit. Your word tells us that you lead us and guide us into all truth. And that, Holy Spirit, your word tells us that you are the teacher. We just need teaching. We just need help. We need wisdom. Lord, we need your spirit. Those who are the children of God are led by the Spirit of God. And Lord, I am your child and I will be filled with your Spirit. And I will be led by your Spirit. Just pray over this congregation right now that you would just bless them. Lord, we come in here with so many needs. We come in here with so many things that are pressing down on us. Lord, I just pray for a rescue. I just pray for a a release of just a mustard seed of faith out of this body tonight. Whatever you're walking through, you need to press through and get to God. Your issue may not be an issue of blood. It may be an issue of, of broken relationship or an issue of depression or an issue of your health or whatever it may be. Your part right now is to release some faith some confidence that God will do what he says he will do. He says he's your healer. We just call on you, Jehovah Rophi, the Lord, our healer. If you're not making it in your job and in your your checkbook, you are Jehovah Jireh. You are the Lord, our provider. We are here to press through the crowd and get to you and just touch your garment. I'm desperate for you, Lord. Just ask you to bless our children. I just thank you for this prayer walk last week. And I just ask you, Lord, we just pray again for our schools. We pray for our school system and for our teachers and administrators. We pray for our president. Pray for our government. We pray for our nation. Lord God, bless us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. If you need prayer, come on down here. I'd be glad to pray with you.